Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back. Welcome back. My name is Joe, aka Joe, the Wellness Curator, and this is the Obsidian Mindset Podcast, where we are redefining what wellness means to you. This is episode nine, my purpose. So let's just jump right into it. All right. So as you know, I like to start each day off right, personally, with a meditation or a quote or an affirmation. Like I stated before, it's just another way to set the vibes. You know what I mean? Um, to me, usually whatever I say in the morning, whatever I, I manifest or visualize in the morning uh, when it comes to this meditation, usually something will come up during the day that resonates with it or it's something I need to reflect back on um, just to ground me or to keep me present. So today's affirmation is I live in the present moment by being grateful for all my life experiences. One more time, I live in the present moment by being grateful for all of my life experiences. All right, continue breathing in and out. Just be present for a second. Stay with me for 30 seconds. I know you have to, you have options to turn this off or fast forward, but but you're also giving yourself 30 seconds to be present, to be here. This is for you. Breathe in for four, breathe out for four, relax and unclench your jaw, plant your feet and stay grounded, feel grounded wherever you are. I want you to follow your breath. A really good way to become present is to focus on the act of breathing, focusing on inhale, focus on the exhale, and even focus on the momentary pause between the inhale and exhale. So inhale for four, exhale for four. As we breathe, now let's focus on gratitude. Similar to breathing, the act of gratitude can help you ground you and help you be present. So with that, what are you grateful for right now? Is it something that you may have taken for granted, such as breathing or maybe even waking up? Although they seem automatic, neither are guaranteed. What are you grateful for? Is it family and friends and a support system? Is it the bed you woke up in? Continue to breathe. Follow your breath. Respect your breathing. Really think about what the affirmation is saying. Think about what gratitude means to you at the moment. And really take a moment to think how you can honor whatever you're grateful for. Inhale for four. Exhale for four. We can continue by also taking a moment to show gratitude for all our life experiences. We don't need to add judgment by labeling them good or bad. They happened and we are here. And it deserves gratitude. For making you who you are right now so much stronger breathe in and breathe out now think of the different areas of your life family love and dating work business home wellness in what areas may you express gratitude that you may not have done before time 
by being grateful for all of my life experiences. See it, be with it, feel it. Last one, inhale for four, exhale for four. Thank you for staying with me. Okay, so now that we're grounded, let's talk about the next dimension of wellness, which is spiritual wellness. So what do I mean by this? Spiritual wellness allows us to be in tune with our spiritual selves. The realm of wellness lets us find meaning in life experiences and, you know, define our individual purpose. It is, it can be defined through various factors such as religious faith, values, ethics, and morals. Regardless of whether you believe in a particular religious faith, there is always something to be learned about how you see yourself in the world. We get to redefine what spirituality means as well and how it shows up in my life or your life because it's important as well, no matter how you choose to have it show up. So boom, for me, this dimension of wellness has been lacking if we're just going to call a spade a spade and be honest. Um, as someone, or it was, um, as someone that uh, was, was raised in a fairly religious and conservative home, religion was always like in the background somewhere, right? So for instance, for instance my dad was like the ever-present handyman and he was able to create like a music system that played throughout the house um, from the stereo. Because, uh, you know, that was before Alexa and Sonos and all those things. <clears throat> and can you take a guess at what was playing 95% of the time? Literally in the background. It was always a sermon or gospel music. He literally created a space to call church for himself in his own home, which, you know, I respect. Um, and my mom would bring me to church on Sundays. And, you know, for a period of time, we'd go to the white, super white uh, Catholic church and then a super black uh, Baptist church. So that was a crazy contrast. But, you know, as I got older, you know, I started asking more questions about just Christianity and organize, organized religion in general. Um, and, you know, I stopped going for a period or going on only major holidays. And I think I used that time to create my own journey uh, to just do some research about not only Christianity, but just other religions in general. And, you know, I I bought the books, did the guides. Um, and what actually happened was, I think, since there was no material thing to see, I kind of let it fall through the wayside, right? I didn't see a purpose or I didn't see the importance while there's other things going on. So I kind of just let it be. Um, and I didn't realize how spirituality was important until recently. And that's what I was missing. Um, I think we first have to take a step back. And I know for me, my first reaction was to think about what the spiritual, spiritual wellness, what does that mean to me? And usually the first thing that comes to mind is religion, right? And praying and how often I'm connected to the divine, but, you know, if we're able to redefine what wellness is, I think it's important to first take note of, you know, that religion and spirituality are different, right? So if I can read from a quote, you know, spirituality and religion can be hard to tell at times, to uh, tell apart. And that's because, you know, there are, pretty, there are pretty defined differences between the two. Religion is a specific set of organized beliefs and practices, right? Usually shared by a community or a group. Spirituality is more of an individual practice and has to do with uh, having a sense of peace and purpose. 
It also relates to the process of developing beliefs around the meaning of life and connection with others. Um, I was researching and, you know, I found this really good analogy. Uh, one way that help that can help understand the difference or the relationship between uh, spirituality and, and religion is to imagine uh, a game of football, right? The rules and referees and other players and the field markers help guide you uh, as you're playing the game in this f- and in a similar way that religion might guide you in finding your spirituality. Kicking the ball around the park without having that the play of the field or the rules or the regulations can also give you a fulfillment and fun and still express the, es- the essence of the game, similar to the spirituality in life. So I think people may identify as being a combination of religious and spiritual, but to be religious does not automatically make you spiritual or vice versa. So for me, similar to how I discussed the word career the last episode um, when I was talking about occupational wellness and how it had a weight and brought a burden to it sometimes, um, I think sometimes, and if it's, and I think this all depends on the person and, and the situation and where you are, but I think sometimes religion brings that same aspect to, to spirituality. So that's why I think it's important to always go back to basics, right? Um, so let's just go back to basics and focus on what spirituality means and the, what spiritual wellness can mean to an individual. So even if we're looking at the word itself, how is my spirit doing, right? Like let's break down spiritual down to spirit. How is my spirit doing? Um, when is the last time you asked yourself that question? Um, I think this is such an important part of spiritual wellness is to really have being able to acknowledge when you're where you're at, how you're feeling. Um, so that way you could take stock and try to fix it or work towards it or celebrate it, if that's what we're trying to do. Uh, how can you fix or improve something or celebrate something if you don't know the current status, if you don't know what you need or you don't know what you were trying to achieve, right? The next question that we get to explore is what are the spiritual paths so that we can take, so we could take a moment to improve and go towards something and continue to work on our spiritual wellness. So we're going to go through three paths. Um, and these are, this is not the end all be all, but these are just three paths that I did research and I found, and I think it, it sums it up. Um, but would love to hear your, also your opinions. So the first I would say is we would discuss uh, shortly or previously organized religions. Uh, this invites, this involves joining a religious institution, increasing spiritual wellness may look like praying or worshiping to to your notion of God or the divine or source. Uh, it may also mean reading the religious text and reflecting on what it means to you. A part of organized religion also comes with being in community and taking, t- taking and talking to others as well as volunteering. So that's path one. Path two is meditation. Research shows that, you know, meditation, we even do this on the show, right? It offers not only a way, a calm way to to help with anxiety and calm you, uh, but it also helps with depression, cancer, chronic pain, asthma, heart disease, uh, high blood pressure. So, you know, as you can see, I try to incorporate that to my daily routine as well as a podcast. Uh, and meditation comes in the form of deep breathing, mindful meditation, uh, visual visualization, and just repeating mantras. And you know, I think the last path is connecting with your deeper self. Um, with all the time that we we spend plugged in, tuned into online, it's easy to get disconnected from our inner selves. So try to find some time each day to even 
just think about who you are and what you want in the world. Figuring out what the real, what's really important to you uh, can make daily irritations and stresses feel like less of a burden, right? This may also include figuring out your values, your goals, and your shared beliefs. Uh, this can be done by journaling, writing, or other uh, creative pursuits. Even just being open to new experiences can be a key in this path. But I'll talk on that, that path a little later. So as you can see, spirituality is vast and it doesn't need to be boiled down or put in a small box. I do believe structure is important, but I also believe it's important to have a full understanding of why you're doing something and knowing exactly what your spirit needs. And we get to explore that together. So with that, we're going to go into our next segment, Deep Dive Questions. Okay, so for this segment, I'll be asking a prompt created by Obsidian. The prompt consists of two questions. The first will be a lighter question, an appetizer, a question that will get you thinking. And then the second one will spark your interest and, you know, we'll get to go deeper uh, and dive deeper and explore a deeper and more reflective question. This week... We're going to do things a little differently. Um, so I'm going to give you both give you both questions instead of you going first and then I'll go first. Um, and then I'll answer both of them myself later and I'll go into my story that I have for you guys. All right. So I'll give you a few moments to go get your pen, paper, open up your notes, whatever you need to do. Go for it. I'll be here waiting. Go ahead. Ready? All right, let's do this. So today's deep dive questions are first, what is your purpose? Go ahead. Hope that was enough time. If not, you know the drill. You can just hit pause and continue writing or making notes. Take the time you need. Uh, you know, you can just pause this. I'm not going nowhere. Um, but I really wanted you to take some time to really answer these questions. And remember, there is no wrong answer. There is no wrong answer. All right. So let's get ready for the second question. You ready? How does this show up in your life daily? Or how do you put this into practice daily? All right, go ahead. Right, I hope that was enough time. You know, again, the drill, just put me on ice if you need to answer some more. But we're going to go into story time and kind of like get towards what the deeper dive questions were. Um, so, boom, well, let me set the scene with, uh, I guess, a pre-story. Um, but it was 2017. And I remember, you know, I was traveling, um, you know, traveling, traveling. I enjoy travel. 
But I was at the point where I was trying to figure out what was next. What did I want to, where did I want to go next? What did I want to see next? And I was like, boom, I want to go to Antarctica, period. I didn't know at the time how I was going to do that. I didn't know what that looked like. I know for a couple of years, I was jokingly talking about it, but I put it on Facebook and my travel friend, our niece, travel buddy, um, she comments, she's like, all right, let's do this. And then, you know, we spent some time researching. Um, and then, you know, one day in 2018, uh, the this company, touring company called G Adventures, they had a deal where if you booked a year in advance, so in 2019, uh, you get a discount. I think it was like almost half off. Or it, was, it was something really good. Um, so we were like, all right, let's do this. So we put the deposit down. And, you know, it didn't hit me. Um, I think because, you know, one, it was a year out. I've never, like, done something a year out. Um, but one, it was a year out. I didn't really think about the repercussions of that. Um, but I did know I'd have to save up some money for that year. But, you know, time goes on, yada, yada, yada. So the it's time for the trip. This was in March. Um, the first step was to, you know, we took a plane down to um, Argentina. We were in the capital, Buenos Aires. Um, and we stood there. We stayed two days or a day. Enjoyed it. Went out. Then we went to Ushuaia. Which is we took a plane, which is the is called or nicknamed the end of the world, because uh, it's literally the most southern city in South America. So that's like so below the equator in the southern hemisphere. So basically, in essence, this is where our uh, exploration or expedition ship would be leaving from. Um, and and it was such a I don't know. It just felt like I don't know if it was the name of the place or what, but. It just felt like we were at the edge of the world, like the end of the world. Just, I don't know. It was, it was weird. It was, it was different. Um, so we were there for a day. Uh, we explored as well, got our last minute things. Uh, we were at the hotel with everyone that was on the expedition ship. Um, that was like our checkpoint. So the next day we ended up leaving and, you know, it was, it was, it was an interesting, it was an interesting ride. Um, one part that was really important, and I think it'll come up a lot in this, in my story is the, once we got to a certain part, there was no more internet. There was no more phone unless you paid more money and you know me, I ain't paying more money. Um, but I think the, the key thing for me is I wanted to be disconnected. I wanted to use this time to be introspective and to kind of use this time for a break from social media, from, um, the outside world, I think all they gave us was um, like the newspaper every day of like major countries because the trip was pretty diverse. I think there was over. Well, let me when I say diverse, um, <laughs> there were two black people. That was me and my friend Arnise. Uh, But uh, by diverse, I mean, there was a lot of countries represented. Uh, we knew someone from Mexico. We knew someone from South America. We saw someone from Europe. Uh, there were some people from China. Um, so and geographically diverse. Um, <clears throat> so we continued, so it was a, we didn't, I didn't have any internet and I was really focusing on just being present. Um, I think even before I really understood what being present was, uh, it, it, it I was, I was just being, um, and you know, during that time I was able to do a lot of writing. Um, I think I did a poem for the first time since like high school. Um, 
And I was really able to just listen to myself, which I think I haven't done in a long time before then. Um, just being still. Uh, there was plenty of time because we were at we were at sea for I think two or three days um, as we crossed the Drake Passage, which was named after a sea captain, Sir Francis Drake. And let me tell you, that man must have been a jerk because that passage was a jerk. It was brutal. Um, I luckily did not have any seasickness, but I know a lot of people did. Um, there's one person, my friend's roommate, I did not see her for like three or four days just because she was seasick. Um, and when I tell you the water was crazy, it would go. So if you were on one side of the ship, um, the waters were getting pretty turbulent on the passage. And the we went on one if you we went on one side of the ship in the, let's say, the dining area or the common area, you can literally see on the other side, the windows, you can see the water. Um, it was, that's how much the tilt, it was tilting. So it was, it was, it was wild. Um, if you put anything on the table, it was, and it wasn't nailed down. It was going, it was going somewhere. Um, but it, it was, it was a rough trip. It was a rough, uh, uh, experience getting there. But once we got to Stillwater, you know, we were able to start seeing things, amazing things like whales, um, and dolphins. We were able to see, uh, started seeing amazing icebergs and just the, the views were, were breathtaking. Um, and it was just like nature, right? I think that was one thing. And one thing that comes with spirituality to me, and I've noticed is even if I'm walking in, in the park, I don't know if you've ever experienced it, but just sometimes seeing or being in nature without any, I don't know, any human involvement, any disruption, just kind of being lucky enough to, to, to be there to witness it. Something about that feels spiritual, at least to me. Um, and it, you don't always have to travel thousands of miles to a remote continent to have that feeling. I've had that feeling in a park before, just while I was walking. Um, but anyway, back to that continent. Um, we haven't even landed at that point in my story, right? Everything we've been at sea. Um, I'm using this time. We, me and my friend are talking to other people, just learning about different ways of life. There are people, young people that are old. Uh, since this since this was a discounted trip, uh, there were a lot more younger people. We talked to the staff. The staff was so dope. Um, we talked to the staff, and they were saying how it was a very young trip because it was cheaper. Um, and, you know, it was... After three days at sea, we went to, I think it was called like the South Sutherland Island. But basically, this was like the first place that we were able to step on that was the continent of Antarctica. Um, and I was like, this is, is this what explorers feel like? So while we're on there, we were exploring. Um, and then we actually, I was able to, me and my friend, we did the polar bear plunge. And that was crazy. Just an experience that I would never do here. Um, but... Just being there in the moment in Antarctica, I was like, all right, I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, cold as hell. Uh, but it was an experience that I'm glad that I experienced. Hello. Didn't, that's what the meditation said. Just be grateful for all your life experience. Um, and just being open to them, right? So we continue on our journey. We continue uh, going to different islands, to going to the main continent, um, exploring different historical significant places actually going to a base with people on it. It was um, people in Ukraine. Uh, and it's actually really interesting because they loved me. Uh, I think it was 
clearly might have been the first black person or the first black person they saw or in a while. Um, they took pictures and we had shots together. They make their own shots at their station. It is really interesting. Um, but anyway, so we continue with the trip and it has the uh, one thing I want to commend uh, G Adventures. They did really good at having events on the on the expedition. There was always something to do with their educational session. Um, a movie we watched like Happy Feet or other cold related uh, movies. Um, a lot of documentaries on the sea, and I learned a lot about just the sea and the what humans are doing to the sea. You know, and we can get into that more. Um, but they did a really good job of keeping us educated and entertained and fed. Um, so you know, while we weren't learning, while we weren't on board, I had a lot of time for me. There was a lot of downtime for you to just do whatever you wanted to talk to people. Um, and when we weren't, you know, playing drinking games with people that we met from like UK and France, um, we were, I was able to spend time reading and writing and just focusing on me and being present, like I said, and just figuring out what I wanted and what my spirit wanted. And one thing I noticed was I was looking for a direction and purpose and kind of discover what that meant to me. And what I realized then was I, my purpose can be boiled down or my purpose can be boiled down to three things. And for me, it's if I'm having joy or expressing joy, or if I am able to give someone joy, if there is impact in what I'm doing, if I'm able to give impact or be impacted, and if there's growth, if I'm able to grow or learn or give someone that gift as well. And, you know, what that looks like, instead of, I was before this, before this moment, I was so focused on, I need to do this. I need to get to this promotion. I need to uh, get to this goal, um, even for weight loss or my wellness journey, I need to get to this goal. And once you get to something, sometimes it's like, all right, that was it. Like, where's the fulfillment? Until I realized that purpose has to be a ever growing thing. And it should be something that you can pursue daily. It shouldn't be just this one end all be all. Um, so for me to kind of so the second question of the deeper dive question is I know something is aligned with me if it hits one of those three things. If it hits all three at the same time, that's even that's that's better, right? That's a home run. Um, but when it comes to work, when it comes to interacting with people, when it comes to um a task or a travel, if I'm not hitting one of those three things, I have to reevaluate whether it's growth impact or joy, I have to reevaluate if I want to do it or if I want to be with it or if it's worth whatever the task is or the goal is. Um, and I think by putting it in a way where instead of me going for a single instance or a single goal or a single result, making it more broad and kind of understanding what my spirit needs to be full, to be fulfilled, uh, I've been able to since then move directionally different, right? And I I'm, my choices that I make, I do this deep dive evaluation real quick and it's like, am I hitting one of these things? Is it helping me propel to the future that I want, to the life that I want to live? And I don't know. It's been a good magnet. It's been a good uh, compass for me uh, to just evaluate where I am and where I want to go next and how I want to get there. So, I mean, that trip, you know what I mean? That trip, you know, it was an amazing experience spiritually being with nature, um, was and to see nature see animals like experience them touch them penguin you know what i mean just that was spiritual within itself 
being able to disconnect and listen to myself and really think about my purpose and and be able to write for so long and connect with my 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 passions my old passions that was another spiritual experience myself for that and what i took away from both those experiences is one i don't need to travel all that way to get it but there's ways i can do it every day and that's the same thing that goes for my purpose right i don't need to go away to do that i can do that from the comfort of my home i can do that from a daily task i can do that from my car and still have a similar result and my my spirit will be fulfilled so with that we are going to go to the last segment um we call that the action and accountability prompt uh we get we set the groundwork we had our intention we did the questions we did some visualization and now it's time to get to action um so let's see how we can improve our overall wellness one day at a time so today's action prompt is recollect and journal about a life-changing experience and why you're grateful for it. Um, so with that, let's wrap it up. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, I have to go take care of myself. But thank you again for tuning in. It's been a blast again. As you know, I'm big on collectivism. So please, please, please subscribe to you to Apple, uh, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcast. Not on YouTube yet, but hold on. Uh, please rate and leave a review. Um, and you know, it's helpful to get other people to listen and grow our community. Uh, feel free to share this with your friends, your mama, your baby mama, everyone that should and needs to get this work. Let them know because they need to get a gem or two. Um, please follow me on my personal IG at Joe, the wellness curator and at podcast IG obsidian mindset. Oh, and definitely want to congratulate my girl, Kiana, AKA KV speaks, um, for being community member of the month for March. She's phenomenal doing her thing. She has her own podcast called money and, um, and it was amazing. She's been amazing, uh, part of the community this last month and want to shout her out as well. Um, all right. So lastly, let me just tell you, this is not a one man show. So you might just hear me, but there's a lot that goes on behind this show. So let me give a few shout outs. Um, first want to shout out to my niece, AKA Makita, who helps with the intro and outro that beat as well as, uh, Dima, who is helping with the illustrations that keep looking fire. Uh, we have the Sunday group that helps with branding and strategy and advising me as well as my larger obsidian team, man. I appreciate you all. Thank you all for tuning in. And once again, I say those with honor. Thank you for picking you today. All right, y'all peace out.